0: This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, as Hurricane Dorian starts its war path up the East Coast, the Defense Department makes adjustments for its health care recipients. Obviously, FEMA is busy as well, helping with response efforts. loses a high-ranking manager after a very short term. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. With Hurricane Dorian hitting the southeastern U.S., the Defense Department is relaxing its health care referral procedures. Many of the area's military treatment facilities are closed, so the Defense Health Agency says TRICARE beneficiaries who live in North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, and Florida will be allowed to see providers in any location without a referral. The policy waiver is in place until October 1st. FEMA has deployed more than 4,000 federal first responders to assist residents of the Carolinas as they recover in the aftermath of Hurricane Dorian. Acting Administrator Pete Gaynor says that does not include more than 6,000 National Guardsmen and FEMA's partnerships with the Red Cross and other public sector power companies to restore electrical lines. Holly Greaves, the Environmental Protection Agency's chief financial officer, has stepped down just over a year into the job. Greaves worked as a senior manager for KPMG before serving as the CFO since last March. Wednesday marked her last day. Deputy CFO David Bloom will serve as EPA's acting CFO. EPA Administrator Andrew Wheeler, in an all-hands email, thanked Greaves for her role in maintaining a 19-year streak of clean audit opinions. The head of the NSA's new cybersecurity director lays out her priorities. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has more. Anne Newberger, the Director of Cybersecurity at the National Security Agency, lays out her three priorities as the new organization moves towards initial operating capability on october first. Speaking at the Billington Cybersecurity Conference yesterday, Newberger says she's focused on unifying the organization, focusing on the hardest cybersecurity problems, and enhancing collaboration across the public and private sectors. She says by concentrating on these areas, NSA will bring offensive and defensive capabilities closer together and share threat analyses and offer more tactical intelligence to partners. I'm Jason Miller. The latest version of the Defense Department's cybersecurity maturity model certification is out for public comment. DOD says the entire defense industrial base will need to get certified at one of the five levels of the new model in order to continue doing business with the Pentagon. Part of an ongoing effort to level set some 300,000 defense contractors with consistent cybersecurity standards and eventually gain a better look at the DoD supply chain. DoD says the model will start to appear in contracting language next summer. The Pentagon has released the list of military construction projects it will cut in order to fund sections of the president's proposed border wall. Federal News Network's Jared Serbu has more. The deferred projects are largely outside the continental U.S. Of the $3.6 billion total, $700 million comes out of planned construction projects in U.S. territories. Another $1.8 billion comes from projects on overseas bases. Pentagon officials are now asking Congress to add additional funding to the military construction budget to backfill the money taken away from those projects, but they acknowledge it will be an uphill battle. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. The IRS's procurement shop is looking at robotic process automation as a way to tackle more work with fewer employees. Harrison Smith, IRS's deputy chief procurement officer, said his office has seen its fourth quarter workload increase by 10 percent over the past five years. In the same period, its procurement workforce decreased by 40 percent. The agency is testing a new way to experiment with RPA tools called Pilot IRS that allows the agency to quickly pull funding on projects that don't show results. Veterans Affairs is partnering with the Labor Department and U.S. Interagency Council of Homelessness to expand a reintegration program for veterans. The agency's collectively awarded $48 million in grants to community organizations through the Homeless Veterans Reintegration Program. Recent legislation expanded the program to include homeless veterans, recently incarcerated veterans, or anyone eligible through the HUD-VASH voucher program. The reintegration program gives veterans job training, transportation, and professional training to help them find jobs. Labor and VA say they're training employees and grantees on how to administer the program. And the FBI and components of Homeland Security watch closely, a legal development that could hinder their operations. We get more now from Federal News Network's Tom Temin. A federal judge rules unconstitutional the government's main terrorism watch list. U.S. District Judge Anthony Tranga decided the terrorist screening database fails to give people on it a fair chance to challenge their designation. The suit was brought on behalf of two dozen Americans who are Muslims and who suspect they are on the list. The FBI maintains the widely used list. Nothing changes immediately because the judge hadn't yet imposed remedies. I'm Tom Temin. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast. Subscribe to the Federal Newscast on iTunes or Podcast One. And follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.